Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner, folks. This is Jeff. And Kelly. We are officially in December. We have crossed that Thanksgiving threshold into yes. the true holiday season. Yeah. <laughs> Trying yeah. to not sound too excited about it. <laughs> um, but as a result, we decided it's time to watch some sort of festive movies, some, mm-hmm. some themed movies uh, in this month leading up to Christmas and, and New Year's, but mm-hmm. there's not really... And other... Hanukkah. Well, well, yeah, if, the holiday season. Yeah, um, exactly. So the first movie that we decided to do is one that I've honestly wanted to see for a while. I hadn't seen it before, oh. but it was something that was suggested, you know, over and over again over the years for being being a slasher fan mm-hmm. of needing to see this movie, and I just never got around to it. So now it seemed like the perfect perfect yeah, opportunity because I had never even heard of it. Yeah. So it's like, hey. Let's do it. It's mm-hmm. weird too, because it's one of the one of the rare ones where like I haven't seen or I hadn't seen like any part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like uh, there's plenty of movies that I haven't seen yet, but I've seen like a scene on YouTube or you know yeah. something like that. But I haven't seen the full movie. Uh, this one I just I hadn't seen anything, so I was really excited to finally sit down and watch it after hearing everything about it. Um, and obviously, you kind of coming in completely cold of like mm-hmm. what's this called what's this yeah. now <laughs> the movie that we're seeing so i mean we'll obviously get to it over the course of the whole thing but like i guess sort of short version uh i would say i really dug it there was some bits that kept it from being really good and we'll we'll definitely get into that yeah because there's parts towards the end where i was just like wait a minute what uh, yeah but overall i really liked it I thought it was like we, a really nice, like, we atmospheric. should probably mention that the movie is Black Christmas. Did I not mention that? You did not. All right. The movie is Black Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 1974 uh, version of Black Christmas, because there's another one from 2006. That's of like, that's like, yeah, right in that mm-hmm. slasher movie reboot era. Uh, and then there's another one coming out this month oh. called Black Christmas. Um, that sort of spawned the idea i saw the trailer for it okay and i was like this looks horrible like this looks like a really bad movie and i know that there was a one in the early 2000s and i know that there was an original one way back when Mm -hmm. uh and i was looking at the comments under the trailer and people were just you know tearing into it specifically people (laughs) who really really love the original they're like this movie's not going to have an ounce of the like tension that any part of of the old one would have and i was like okay that's probably a little (laughs) <laughs> a little overzealous there you're kind of yeah. overselling it but after watching it i thought it was really really well done like even yeah. if it wasn't anything um like it didn't do anything where i was like holy shit mm-hmm. in terms of being different from any other slasher movie but just knowing yeah. that it kind of codified a couple of things mm-hmm. that was pretty cool to watch um yeah what did you how I, did you feel i enjoyed it mm-hmm. um there there were definitely some like things that just like culturally it was like oh wow the <laughs> 70s the 70s wow okay <laughs> so it was uh directed by bob clark who did a christmas story as well <laughs> which is like that's such the coolest thing to have like a really classic mm-hmm. christmas movie on both sides of the spectrum yeah <laughs> <laughs> like making two separate yeah. Christmas classics like that's pretty fucking cool like the ultimate like family Christmas movie yeah ultimate yeah (laughs) 
that was my holiday movie that we watched every single year. <clears throat> I mean, I think everyone did just like on accident. I even. mean, it was on TBS for 24 hours. Exactly. You couldn't not watch it. Even other, <laughs> even other one. I mean, like Christmas Vacation, I know you said is one that you haven't seen. It's like mm-hmm. that one sort of slipped by you because they don't play it literally for 24 hours yeah. <laughs> on Christmas Day or leading up to or whenever the fuck it is. We would just leave that channel on. And just catch the movie over the course of the yeah. day. Like, oh, yeah. I got as, this part here and this yeah. part there. As we're like opening presents, it's uh-huh. on in the background. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of episodic, you know. Like, it, it's kind of like it's not a movie mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, what part was this? Is that like wh- where are they at in the story? It's like, yeah. no, just it's just some shit happening. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one day after another. Yeah, um, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, to go from that ultimate family movie to, I I actually think it was uh, the other way. I think it was Black Christmas into Christmas Story. Oh. Like, I thought Christmas Story was uh, 75, or or was it later than that? I honestly don't remember. (laughs) But in terms of, like, watching, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, seeing that my whole life. Uh Uh-huh. And then coming into this and, like, oh... (laughs) <laughs> this, this is different yeah and it's it's funny too because like you can kind of see it mm-hmm. in the way that uh, the, i mean there, there's a bunch of funny stuff in it like most of the shit involving nash oh my that god sergeant he was so fucking incompetent that was keeps... at least like three of my notes <laughs> i wrote i just wrote at one point i just wrote nash keeps fucking up <laughs> like it yeah. just keeps happening uh but like moments with him are pretty funny the way that it would cut during a kill scene always seemed like it was supposed to be for laughs almost because like when she when the, the first kill mm-hmm. which is such a good one that was so that was like pitch perfect slasher movie death scene yeah like the cat it leaves she hears something she creeps closer to that closet for seemingly ever and you're like oh no, mm-hmm. no, oh, oh god and then it just happens and it's just like fucking whatever cellophane whatever that it wraps wraps it around her yeah. head she like Breathes in real hard, like, and then just smash cuts down to Mrs. Mac in the mm-hmm. in the living room with the girls, and they're all like, "Oh, we got you a present, we got you a present." And it seems really like that was supposed to be a super jarring, like, "Whoa, what?" kind of cut. And I felt like it did that almost every time when someone was killed. It would like quick cut to something unrelated and hilarious. It seemed to me like they were doing those cuts too, like, and this is why no one hears. I, I figured that as well, especially later with Barb's, because that the, one seems like it would be really loud. <laughs> yeah, if there yeah. wasn't a chorus of children outside singing. Yeah, um, which, how long was that song? Good lord. <laughs> I know, when they started again, like, because they finished the, like, normal, like, mm-hmm. oh, and then there was just, like, a break, and it was like, all right, and then all of a sudden, and I was like, really? It keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was on purpose funny. I think. <laughs> I think so. Okay. Because that got it. me. I was like, dude, really? This song is fucking taking forever. <laughs> okay. So that that got me. But the other, like, sergeant or detective or whatever. The lieutenant, the main. The, oh, oh. oh, the other. Yeah. The, the lieutenant, the main dude. No. Fuller? Isn't was it Fuller? I think so. Yeah, like but the real handsome the, guy. The guy that was in the office with him. With him, the guy who is literally laughing. credited as laughing detective in the credits. Because <laughs> all he does is the, just laugh. I uh, he he yeah, started he, laughing and it was like instantaneous. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> I was I, cracking up. Oh my god. <laughs> like that was that's such a good moment. Especially I love the way that scene is played because you're just you're in the dark mm-hmm. for a good chunk of time, unless you're really paying attention to what 
he's holding or like, mm-hmm. you know, remembering the exact specifics of what happened over the course of the movie. Yeah. Like to know exactly why that dude's laughing so hard. But just sitting there and being like, okay, he's dying of laughter. And now the lieutenant is also <laughs> laughing. So it's something that they're both finding funny. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> and then finally he calls Nash over with the whole fellatio joke. I was so glad that paid off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. as a scene, I was like, I loved Barb anyway. I thought Margot <laughs> Kidder was fucking phenomenal. I also thought she was the main character oh. for a good stretch of time yeah, yeah. because it starts on her. Mm-hmm. She angers the killer mm-hmm. over the phone and he says, I'm going to kill you, which was awesome. Yeah. That's something I want to get into are those phone calls. Okay. But she's she's just she's a great character. She's hilarious. She's fucking in everyone's face. She's making snarky remarks. She has that whole big monologue about turtles having sex. Yeah. And stuff. Like she's just so ridiculous. And I loved her so much. And then all of a sudden, um oh, sorry, I took a break when I was watching it. Okay. Like I watched a good chunk of it and then I stopped it and I picked it up again a little bit later. And in the meantime, I went to the Wikipedia page for the movie. Okay. Because I was like, who is this woman who's playing Jess? I feel like I've seen her in something before. So I went to her page. Mm -hmm. It turned out I hadn't, really. Uh, But under her name, it said, like, best known as the lead actress in Black Christmas. And I was like, really? Oh. She's the lead? Jess? Like, that's weird. Because Barb totally seems like the lead. Mm-hmm. And then once she gets all angry and drunk and they send her to bed, I was like, oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> and she's never coming down from there ever again. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. She's not the main character. <laughs> I was just so fixated on her. I thought she was the greatest. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, where's she Where's she going? Do I know her from something? I don't know. She's uh, She was Lois Lane in those old Superman movies with Christopher Reeve. Okay. Um, but I can't I can't really recall anything else that she's in that I know That's of. Right. But yeah, sorry, there there were a bunch of of, of really good comedy moments, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um one of which being that fucking piano recital. <laughs> when Peter fucks up the piano recital and he's just like hammering away at seemingly all the wrong keys. Mm-hmm. It seemed like one of those cartoons where someone like bumps somebody so they go down a key and they're mm-hmm. playing everything horrible because it doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah. That's what it felt like was happening to him. I was yeah. like, why can't he just play what's happening is he making this up yeah, is this like, like from the heart like a really <laughs> mournful unmelodic <laughs> song and everything so it was really weird and then i realized i was like oh my god this is so funny how sweaty <laughs> he is like it's like full-on like sketch show like sweaty like oh god as he's pounding away at the keys i thought that was like but hilarious. like barely moving his feet yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love that part i like the, the like comedic moments to it, I like obviously. I thought yeah. that I thought they were fun, and I, it made the movie really entertaining. One of my things with it though was just how hard that like tone would just like switch on a dime. Yeah, you know what I mean. To the point, like, because it's like if it was a little campier in its violence, like I think Miss Max Death is probably the campiest of them, of like sort of over the top, mm-hmm. like setting a big trap. Yeah, um, but it is, it was a little, it did kind of like affect me in this weird way. Like, I guess we just got to get into Billy. Yeah. I mean, that's what they call him in the Wikipedia page. I don't think he has a name that's, in the I mean, credits or anything like that. He's just the guy in the house, but yeah. everyone calls him I just, Billy. I just called him the bad guy the whole time. Yeah. So that opening sequence with that like Halloween-esque, yeah. you know, tracking shot. Four years before Halloween, like mm-hmm. super, I loved that watching that going down. I was like, "Oh my god!" It did get to be a little nauseating, 
like after a while once he was in the house for me at least just the mm-hmm. way that he was moving around and like looking at different things and yeah i mean a little off-putting i i completely but, understand why too like because you know the 70s and shit there there wasn't uh there wasn't as much camera technology. Yeah, they didn't so, have GoPros. Exactly. They, they didn't have stuff like that. So literally it was like the camera guy designed something that he like wore mm-hmm. and then performed the, the motions and everything. Yeah. So it clearly like you can tell that whoever is like walking around and doing these things is very top heavy mm-hmm. with the way that the camera is moving and kind of swaying. Uh, so I can definitely understand that it would get a little kind of like almost nauseating yeah because there is a lot of like a subtle sway almost all the time because i got that camera must have weighed like 100 fucking pounds oh i'm sure (laughs) like like, mad kudos to that guy for doing it yeah but damn (laughs) but (laughs) being on a boat (laughs) yeah i will say this i found billy to be like truly bone chilling i found him to be a really affecting monster Mm -hmm. for the movie like it it almost felt over the top like it almost felt like it it reached that point of like you're acting so crazy that you just seem like a sane person acting crazy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you're like so out there that it's like wait a minute what are you talking what yeah i felt like it towed that line so perfectly to make him really scary to me and i think the 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 like piece de resistance of the whole thing what what sucked me in immediately was the fact that there's like that first opening phone call all the girls are around mm-hmm. he's just fucking swearing and cursing and screaming and unintelligibly he said cunt yeah like a few times <laughs> yeah that was like the most surprising yeah that was wild like, i honestly was not expecting what? that but i wrote down i was like those phone calls are straight like nasty yeah. Like in in really troubling ways that I thought it just it it really grabbed me. And then the fact that right at the end, you know, she fucking grabs the phone, she tells him off mm-hmm. and then just like clear as day, normal voice, I'm going to kill you. And yeah. then hangs up the phone. That got me. I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. What is this? What is who, any of this? Who? What? Yeah. Like, whoa. Um. <laughs> So I thought it was really fucking good. And even even the moments that were a little over the top, like when he's up in the attic and he just like freaks out and starts punching things and like screaming. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, was he oh. upset that the taxi driver left? Like, I don't that's, know. That's I, what it seemed like. Yeah, like there was like a cause kill. and effect there. It did yeah. seem like he, he left. And he was like, no. Damn it. Yeah. But I don't really know. Uh, yeah. But like that going crazy might have been a little bit over the top, but I really liked it, especially as a. Uh, as like a counterpoint to Halloween and how completely emotionless mm. Michael Myers is and how much I really like that about that movie. Yeah. And then watching this one and being like, thank God it's something different. Cause mm-hmm. fucking then later you get Jason who is again, emotionless, doesn't speak, doesn't mm-hmm. whatever, blah, blah, blah. Michael Myers rip off. And then that sort of becomes the norm of the like silent, mm-hmm. you know, leather face. Yeah. I mean, Does I he think talk? he kind of makes noises, but oh. doesn't really talk. Not like um, uh freddy yeah no not cracking <laughs> jokes like freddy uh but just the fact that it was just like a fucking dude going berserk yeah and that's all that's all it is that's all it ever is you never get an explanation for it at all <laughs> that's all it'll ever be it did it did go on for a little bit of a comedic length of time what the freak out in the yeah. attic 
Okay, yeah. I, I don't know if I really noticed it on that one, but I, I I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I was just like, oh man, this is whoa. Um, but I will say, like, it was it was really affecting, and that uh, that sequence near the end, which was just like, oh my god, so fucking Phyllis, who I who I dug throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. I like I like she she wasn't the like super wet blanket friend that you would imagine, yeah. like a sort of like dorky looking character would be. She was, she was in there with them. She was making jokes. She was whatever. She was pretty chill. Yeah. And then she had that, like, really, like, a moment that I feel like you never see in a slasher movie where it's like, you know, people's friends go missing mm-hmm. and there's always like a, eh, they're just doing whatever. And they never really go into it again. It's always like, oh, they're probably just playing a joke or like, they'll mm-hmm. show up sooner or later. Um, but in this case, because Claire goes missing, like, immediately and then the movie goes on for, like, 40 minutes before mm-hmm. like really getting back into yeah. a whole lot of slashing and and the bad guy and stuff. So it really is like it's just a movie about a girl who who gets <laughs> killed and and nobody knows where she is and they're yeah. all looking for her. Um but she has that moment where she goes she just like breaks down, you know, mm-hmm. and she's like I just know Claire is dead. I just know it. I feel so bad for Mr. Harrison and all mm-hmm. of that. And I was like, oh, my God, like this is really like getting to me yeah. because you never see that in a slasher movie. Nobody ever is like, you know what? I actually have a really horrible feeling. And you know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're always like, no, it's fine. They'll be back later. Yeah. And then they and then once they find their dead body, then they're like, oh, my God, he's been dead this whole time. But they never actually just have that moment of like, I might never see my friend again. They might be dead. Yeah. And so actually having that in there, I was like, this is this is like slasher movie on you know, like just like a full gear, you know what I mean? Like the best kind of slasher movie, like and yeah. not even in the sense of being like, I like it better than Halloween. Now. Like Halloween is, whoa, dude. <laughs> um, but it absolutely like immediately rocketed up into my list of like horror movies in general, but especially slasher movies like, damn, this was yeah. I like this a lot. But sorry, I was getting somewhere because I was talking about Billy. Right. Um, but so after Phil gets killed which was a great one too like there, there's a few you know deaths where you see it happen mm-hmm. you know like claire and ms mac and barb and all that but then with hers it's literally just door slam and you just know like oh yep, fuck that's it she's done yeah i really like that but so there she's dead barb is dead barb's death scene instant classic to me yeah the, that children's choir singing over like somewhat slow motion it seemed like like mm-hmm. it was just under cranked enough to give it a little like dreaminess mm-hmm. and <laughs> and just the fact that it was such a great character too like gives it some weight of like no barb oh <laughs> uh, you know i was rooting for you exactly um you I were I, openly drinking in a police station <laughs> and smoking and smoking and she was openly getting child drunk <laughs> yeah. in what? front of wasn't it in front of mr harris yeah yeah the guy who's there because his daughter's missing yeah well not he's there to meet her but his daughter is missing yeah <laughs> but yeah sorry, sorry. barb yeah. and and <laughs> phil are dead already mm-hmm. and jess gets that fucking phone call from that douchebag nash <laughs> Where he, do, was, where he does exactly what the lieutenant tells him not to do. Mm-hmm. Like, do not tell her that someone is in the house. Just tell her to leave. And then like almost immediately with yeah. barely any resistance, he just gives it up. Like, yeah. Jess, he is in the house with you. <laughs> like you <laughs> fucking moron. Um, but when she is like walking towards the front door, like she's going to leave and she turns back and is calling yes. for, for Barb and Phyllis again. Cause she did it once. Mm-hmm. 
And then she gets the phone call from the cops and they tell her the guy's in the house and then she's about to leave and she turns back and she's like crying this time yeah, and screaming for them, even though it's, you know, you can tell like she knows mm-hmm. that moment because of how much they built Billy up over the course of that movie and how fucking like crazy and weird and those fucking phone calls that really, they yeah. got to me, man. Like <laughs> in a, in a way that I didn't expect them to, I was expecting just like, I'm a creepy guy. Mm-hmm. Something something creepy. I'm in the attic, <laughs> you know. But it was just like, oh my god! Like this would mm-hmm. be legitimately frightening to yeah. get this sort of phone. Like this is this is a nightmare. Um, so building all of that up, and then her screaming like that in a way where, at least to me, I was like, he's gonna know that she knows now. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if she's just calling for her friends, that yeah. could be anything. But if she's crying and screaming for her friends, yeah, then I imagine that he would be up there and like know that mm-hmm. she knows. And I thought he was just going to like come out and I was dreading it. <laughs> I was literally sitting there like, oh, my God, I'm not prepared for the for like the cut to him coming down from the attic or something where he's like yeah. out in the open. I was waiting mm-hmm. for it the whole time. And it, thankfully, it never came because it yeah. was too scary. But I was <laughs> I was legitimately I was like, oh, my God, this is like he's so built up. And you're just like, this dude's clearly completely out of his mind. Yeah. And now she is completely alone in this house with him. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. And the cop outside is dead. Yeah. So it's and like. And the other cops are five minutes away. Yeah. And it's just like, he's going to come out. Mm-hmm. And I was horrified about it. Fucking five minutes away took like 20 minutes. Yes. Yeah, I was expecting them to get there quicker. <laughs> yeah. They really screwed the pooch on that one. Um, Do you think, because I'm not going to presume that you know. Mm-hmm. Do you think. That that is actually how they used to trace phone calls. It is entirely possible that it is at least it was at least something similar to that. Okay, because for one, I had no idea what he was doing. Like I understood that he was tracing the phone call. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand how he was finding it, like or following it or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like we need the time, Mm -hmm. and it's like uh, we need ten minutes to do it. And I was like, what is he doing? Is he going like to each? Is he like looking for a? a light or a, mm-hmm. a something that shows that this is the like I don't understand what he was doing at all but I was like okay he, he better find it yeah um so that was it didn't like ruin the movie for me or anything yeah. but I was just very confused I was like it's literally like tracing a phone call like find like searching for it physically like mm-hmm. oh where is it where is it <laughs> like trying to find it that seemed weird to me I was like I okay I guess that must be how it was done, like analog. Yeah. Back in the day. I, that was, I mean, rotary phones and operator. Yeah. Like. <laughs> that was weird. Hearing her be like, hearing her ask for the operator, mm-hmm. calling onto the operator. I was just like, like I can't hear. Yeah. I was like, like I don't oh think God. I've ever used the operator. <laughs> Is it even a thing anymore? Can you even dial that anymore? Like I, dial zero? I have no idea. I haven't tried. Yeah. Since I had There's one line. guy. One guy in a room waiting for someone to hit zero on their phone. <laughs> you like, know what? Tomorrow I'm going to make his day. <laughs> Nobody's called New Year's. <laughs> <clears throat> I specifically wrote a note about how I haven't heard someone say operator in a while. Yeah. <laughs> but also Ultra 70s is getting a moo as a gift. <laughs> yeah. Like, Did she? I, I honestly couldn't make out her dialogue when she, the next scene when, when Ms. Mac was looking at herself in the mirror and she was searching for that booze. Mm-hmm. Did she like it or not? I don't think so. Okay. I didn't think so either, but I was like, I actually, once the scene was done, I was like, 
I don't believe I understood any of the words that came out of her yeah. mouth in that sentence. Yeah. It, it seemed relatively snarky. Yeah. So it seemed like she didn't like it, but, um, yeah. which also makes me wonder if the girls did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like something they would do is like mm-hmm. give her a joke gift. Um, and then make her put it on. Yeah. Right. Um, I thought that was an interesting sort of deal. Her whole like booze hiding everywhere, mm-hmm. which was like, it didn't necessarily do anything or lead to anything but just like as a character thing it was like so you know she's an alcoholic yeah bt dubs (laughs) what was it what was it again was it sherry i don't even know i read the first bottle and i was like okay and i didn't write it down and then i completely forgot (laughs) it it looked like a whiskey bottle to me but it could have been sherry i don't know i just know she used it as mouthwash speaking of her death i know we, we touched on it briefly earlier as being kind of like one of the campier ones Mm -hmm. uh what i did find really like kind of interesting and and a little like creepy about that scene it didn't seem like that was like a a thought out plan you know what i mean like i'm Mm -hmm. gonna lure her up here and then once she comes up i'm gonna do this the fact that he's like already standing there with it when she's coming in really makes it seem like he is in like fight or flight or something you know what i mean like oh my yeah. god she's coming up here oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god and he just grabs that thing like i, I need something I, I don't know and he's just waiting and it's like if she doesn't look i'm not gonna do anything yeah and then she looks and it's like fuck it <laughs> and then he does it <laughs> so i thought it was kind of creepy in a way that like <clears throat> creepy in a way that not a lot of uh slasher villains really get to do because none of them seem vulnerable Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah it's like there's never a point in time where they're cornered yeah they always have the upper hand exactly so like if michael myers did that it's because he did it on purpose Mm -hmm. he he lured them up there to do it in this case it really felt like he just didn't want to be found out like oh my god fucking cat exactly i'm surprised they didn't kill the cat i know i was i actually wrote a note about that like is it finally going to be a cat that gets killed because it's always (laughs) the dog that gets killed in every horror movie like come on yeah. Not that I want the cat to die. <laughs> it's just equality, man. Also, I didn't realize that Claire had been moved to the attic right away. Me neither. And so when I thought like, it was in her room. I exactly. Yeah. I was like, it's because they show her in the chair, mm-hmm. and then they cut to her door, and yeah. they're standing outside of it talking about like, oh, she left, blah blah blah, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it seemed like it was in her room. Yeah. And then it finally dawned on me later in the movie. I was like, oh, my God, she's in the attic. Yeah. That's what that shadow was. It wasn't just him going back to the attic. It was him carrying her to the attic. I thought the shadow looked weird, but that shot, then bedroom door shot, Mm -hmm. made me go like, oh, no, I must be wrong. It must be in her room. I got, like, double convinced. (laughs) (laughs) Something that really got to me, like like I was saying with the whole, like, whiplash where something you know you know it could it could have these scenes that are really really funny Mm -hmm. and then just have this really fucking brutally dark stuff like that park sequence when they're searching they do the search Mm -hmm. party and they like i was sitting there terrified that they were going to show the little girl yeah and i was like oh my god and then when the scene ended without it i was like nice move movie (laughs) oh you made me so terrified for it and then you're like nah just sit with what you thought it was going to be like oh <laughs> that's probably worse yeah exactly that was truly like th- mm-hmm. that if you watched <laughs> if you mm-hmm. watched like the fucking uh sergeant nash show like his his garbage <laughs> that was going on all of his nonsense and then you just put it right next to that like just the sequence when the screaming starts and somebody finds the girl yeah. and you put those two next to each other people would be like no those aren't the same movie 
There's no way. That oh. would never work in the same movie. But they are. Exactly. And it somehow and it works. <laughs> right? It's wild. I really, like, I, I, horror comedy is not, like, a new thing to me mm-hmm. or something. It's not like I'm like, I'm just discovering that you can be funny and spooky. Like, no, it's, <laughs> I get it. It just, I feel like it really takes it to, like, almost slapsticky depths on one end. And then, like, true fucking like hereditary horror of just mm-hmm. like oh that horrible impending dread yeah on the other side and it still somehow works as a movie mm-hmm. <laughs> it's wild yeah. i really like after watching it i was really happy i watched it i was like <laughs> it might not be my favorite movie of all time now but it's fucking that's a good movie yeah <laughs> when they mentioned the that was the only door that's locked oh like, yeah like good Lord, like in windows, <laughs> like all of the doors and windows were unlocked. Like yeah. 70s, what? Yeah, right. Like, also, sorry, real quick. I guess in the end, unless these guys, it's it's a, it's a question of timing because obviously the cop outside gets killed at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but even with a search party out, the fact that those two doofuses walked up to the house with their guns out. Yeah. And the cop was sitting there like if the cop... This, there's a problem either way it happens. Yeah. <laughs> either the cop is still alive and he's like, meh. Because <laughs> it's like, even if you know that there's a search party out, mm-hmm. search parties don't just like automatically have guns. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like flashlights. You're, yeah. you're searching for something. You're, uh, you're not looking for uh, something to fight. You're looking for something you're trying to find. You don't yeah. need a gun. Uh, well, so the f- I mean, he did say that they were looking for the killer. Oh, were they? Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I thought they were. I thought they were just looking for the girl. No, Clara. They, they were. They mentioned that you know the girl was killed. Like oh oh yeah, news, everyone keeps mentioning that. That the, news spread the, quick. Yeah, and also I mean that I, was something else that Nash did was like he gave up that information like right away. To, <laughs> oh, I don't remember who he was on the phone with. Oh no, it was when Jess called in about the phone calls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's like, just like, yeah, there's a kid killed in the park. We're real busy. <laughs> yeah, like, is, is that public information yet? Like, what are you doing? So incompetent. <laughs> kid killed. Can't talk. Um, the cop with the guns. Mm-hmm. Okay, so either they're <laughs> either they're standing out there and the cop sees them and is like, man, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even though this is the house he's supposed to be watching. Like, even if. It's just part of the search party. It's like you should be like, hey, what's up? You guys yeah. part of the search party? <laughs> like why double you, check. Why are you going to this house in particular? Yeah. Um, but if the cop is already dead, <laughs> then those idiots just walked right past him. Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't see the dead cop in the car. They're a great search party. Yeah, seriously. They didn't go like, oh, hey, officer, we're on our search. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> they just waltzed on fast. When you get to a phone. Um. So, yeah, Peter is a fucking psycho. Yeah, he is. When we see that, uh, you know, when Jess tells him about the abortion, Mm -hmm. I think it ends with a threat. Doesn't that conversation? Isn't he like, if you do it, you'll be sorry. Yeah. Something like that. So it's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're a fucking psycho. Um, And then he fucks up his recital. And then he smashes the piano with the mic stand or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's just like going berserk. And he's like, I'm giving up everything. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, you should marry me. And says, I'm. 
you know, the we're, go- we're we'll, getting married. Yeah, we'll get married. Like, yeah, like telling her they're getting married, like, and it's just like, oh my god, this no. dude's fucking off his off his rocker. He's clearly yeah. insane. That hysterical shot when the cops are leaving, and it like zooms in on him in the woods, <laughs> but with his like green turtleneck and his long fucking hair, he looks like an elf out in the woods. Like, oh, he's clearly fucking nuts. Yeah. And when it gets to the end, there, when she's in the basement, and he comes up to the window. I understand if she's not his biggest fan at the moment, Mm -hmm. especially when he like busts in the window. Yeah. Completely unnecessary. Did not need to do that. That's terrifying as well. Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily disagree with her not wanting to come out to him Mm -hmm. when he calls for her because it's like, oh, you know, like he's just literally busted in the door. Like, I don't know how safe I am with him, but. She knows he's not the killer. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know if maybe she's like second guessing it because now she knows that, you know, it was coming from in the house. And the one time that he was in the house when the call happened was he was, you know, taking a rest. Right. And- but he came, didn't he? He came down in the middle of that phone call. I thought. I thought that was the whole thing. Oh, maybe that's... Because she's like, that's right. It couldn't have been Peter. He was here when the phone call happened. He was... Because he was, Mm -hmm. like, right out there in the hallway. He, like, spooks her. Mm -hmm. But he was standing right there behind her, clearly not on a phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she knows he's not the killer. That totally, like, blew it for me at the end there that she was, like... She mouths Peter and is like all horrified. And then, mm-hmm. and then apparently just everyone thought it was Peter who was doing it. And it's like, yeah, you, you know, no, you know, he's not the killer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm, if I'm just like misreading it or if so, if there's some reason why she would believe it or if there's something else, but I was just sitting there baffled that she like fully believed that he was the killer. Apparently yeah, that's what I it mean- seemed like. But then there's a problem the other way, because the way it seems is like they find her after she's apparently bludgeoned him to death Mm -hmm. because he came at her and she's conscious. But then the next time you see her, she's in the bed Mm -hmm. unconscious. Um, So if she if she is aware that Peter isn't the killer and just bashed him to death because he came at her and, you know, what I mean, self-defense regardless. Right. She would then tell the police that there's another killer. You know, like it's not because they they're mentioning it and they're like, oh, yeah, this is clearly the kid who did all the killings. Yeah. And it's like she would she would have told them like, no, 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 no. There's still someone in the house. This guy just also attacked me. Like she would have to explain that somehow. Yeah. Unless she was like unless she fell into unconsciousness before they like got to her and talked to her about it. Yeah. And that's why. which point she should be in the hospital and not left alone in her bed. Like the whole ending just doesn't make any sense. And it really bummed me out. Because I was like, there. What what I really wanted to happen, and I guess it's the like slasher movie fan in me of like this is one of the things that I was like hoping would happen, and mm-hmm. it, then it didn't. Was that she sees him through the glass, and he's like, "Oh hey, Jess, Jess, are you in there?" And then that's when the killer comes up behind mm-hmm. him and kills him. That's what I really wanted to happen. Yeah. And then it didn't, and I was like, "Okay, I'm still with it. You're doing your own thing, movie. Mm-hmm. I get you." And then all of a sudden it just came crashing down like that. And I was like, yeah. no, 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 no. You were so close. Yeah, like you almost stuck the landing perfectly. But what is this nonsense? that uh, <laughs> They're just leaving her here? Yeah. 
like, alone. Nobody and went into the attic they, to find the corpses. That was, that was another one of my, like, they're cops. They didn't do a fucking clean sweep of the house. Seriously. Unbelievable. Like, and, you know, the reason that it's unbelievable, because it's like, you know, you say something like that, like, the cops didn't do something right. And you go like, in a slasher movie, who'd have thunk it? Mm-hmm. These cops, other than Nash, are fucking on point. Yeah. This guy, Fuller, is awesome. He is clearly, like, he's probably the best police officer in a slasher movie of all time. I agree. Like At it, least of the... Of the ones I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's on his shit. Mm-hmm. He asks the questions he needs to, you know, but he mm-hmm. doesn't, like, berate anybody, and he gets, you know... what? Except for Nash. Well, yeah, because, <laughs> you mean, he fucking deserves it. Um. <laughs> I love I love that he tells him if he screws it up, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like just straight up. Like don't when, fuck this. When up. there's a murderer afoot. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, but he is on top of his shit. He knows what he's doing. And he's just clearly super competent. Mm-hmm. So them failing that hard at the end there really felt yeah. like a slap in the face. Like they're just gonna bail. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, Mr. Harrison went into shock. We need an ambulance for him. Like why did it take so long for him to go into shock? Yeah, I didn't understand what was happening there. I was like, especially because they didn't find his daughter. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I, I get you that at this point, it's not looking good for Claire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's other girls dead and there's a killer and all that. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you just randomly went into shock at the end. Yeah. So that everyone could leave and leave and Jess get alone. get him to a hospital, but not yeah, her. but not Jess. Like, unbelievable it 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 did it bummed me out because i was mm-hmm. like i really wanted it to stick that landing of having like the cops be fucking smart about it or at least understand what's happening or something like that that moment doesn't feel like the end of the movie yeah you know what i mean that moment's supposed to happen and then it cuts to them driving away and then fucking the lieutenant starts putting a couple of things together in his head and he realizes mm-hmm. like wait a minute wait a minute and they have to go back to the house you know what mm-hmm. i mean like that it, it felt like the the very it felt not complete yeah. in a way i liked the like open-endedness of it i was fine with that mm-hmm. of it being like well he's probably still there and the phone is ringing and that normally happens after someone gets killed so maybe jess is dead who knows you know mm-hmm. like I, that's fine with me doing it uh ambiguously like that <laughs> but just the the sheer stupidity to get from her in the basement to that moment yeah that whole chunk in there i was like fuck damn it movie (laughs) you had so much going for you and you fucked it up there and i think what was the biggest issue the end of like the only way that that ending works is if we have never been in billy's point of view Mm-hmm. If we've only been with the girls and then there's a killer scene and then phone calls are happening and you get the girls end of it and not the other end of it mm-hmm. and all of that. So it's sort of a secret as to who he is and where he is and all mm-hmm. of that. Then I could understand that ending Yeah, of it being like, it was Peter fucking crazy Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the phone's ringing again at the end and you're like, oh, it wasn't Peter. It was some other person. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only way that that ending actually works. The problem is that I felt one of the strongest parts of the whole movie was the fact that you actually spend time with mm-hmm. Billy and you know, you know, like yeah. you don't know him, mm-hmm. but 
you understand. It's like, he's a fucking crazy guy. Mm-hmm. He's fucking living in the attic. He's compiling corpses up there. Possible multiple personalities. Yeah, like clearly something fucked up going on. Schizophrenia, uh, maybe? Yeah, probably. Making these phone calls from inside the house. Sometimes it's a little unbelievable that they don't hear ruckus going on while that, he's yeah. like shrieking into the phone. You'd mm-hmm. think someone would be like, do you? Hear that elsewhere yeah, that in the house sounds right like now? It's coming from yeah, right upstairs, yeah. up those stairs right there in her office, bedroom. Yeah, bedroom? whatever it is. Yeah, her room. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a bit weird that they didn't realize that mm-hmm. the voices was coming there from like how much screaming he did. Yeah. Um. But even you know, just letting that slide. Uh. But just knowing that he is there doing it and who it is doing it, I feel is what makes it so great. Like, Mm -hmm. what I really like about the movie. Like, oh, it's such a fresh perspective that you never get Mm -hmm. in a slasher movie. Um, So, therefore, that ending just didn't hold any water. Because it was like, yeah, at no point was I convinced it was Peter. Yeah. So, you're just sitting there watching these people make terrible decisions. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, no, don't. No. No. Idiots. Come on. Instead of being like, yeah, they're doing the right thing. (gasps) Oh, fuck. Like, (laughs) oh, they're, they're, they're. Probably should have been a different way to do it. Unfortunately, it's like the the most important part of the movie <laughs> is the end of your movie, and and to like uh, kind of sprain your ankle on the landing <laughs> is kind of crappy. Like, uh, but it was it was really good though. Mm-hmm. Like it was atmospheric. Mm-hmm. It was fun. What I really liked about it was that it wasn't dependent on Christmas. It just was Christmas. Yeah, you know, I really liked that. It wasn't like and the killer has some sort of holiday fixation yeah. <laughs> or was a former Thinks Santa he's Claus. Grumpus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's not like wearing a Santa hat or, you know, yeah. some dumb shit like that. It's just really it's the happening around Christmas. Christmassy thing with the carolers. Yeah. Like as a distraction. Yeah. It's like you could probably imagine a handful of other ways to distract someone during a scene, mm-hmm. but having the carol like scoring the death scene mm-hmm. really made where it was just like yes it did need to be during christmas but not in the way that you would imagine mm-hmm. more so in just that fun like mirror world thing of like yes it's this you know joyous time of year this horrible shit happening during it like mm-hmm. i think bob clark specifically said like that was what he kind of wanted to do it's like <laughs> you know take something <laughs> super happy and make a dark ass movie about it yeah. <laughs> it's like hey, it worked uh, you know, I was talking earlier about that new Black Christmas trailer mm-hmm. um, and how much it sucked. Like, it sucked just originally, just oh. you know, looking at it from a okay. neutral <laughs> point of view. Mm-hmm. Looking at it now, after seeing the movie, it's, like, especially insulting in a way where you're like, this is just, like, a garbage bin. <laughs> that's, that's, like, really harsh. But, like, <laughs> this is, like, garbage scale, just, like, teen slasher movie and yeah. then yeah and then they were just like uh just call it black christmas you know what i mean it's not at all it has nothing to do it's not even like an attempted remake really this this is not even close to the same movie mm-hmm. you're literally just using the name black christmas which is like personally whatever mm-hmm. i'm not that big on that sort of thing unless it's something really specific like yeah. someone couldn't come out with like indiana jones and the temple of Doom. like wait a minute <laughs> no this is a totally different movie <laughs> The only thing is, it's like, there's girls, it's a sorority house. There. That's all they took from it? Because it's a fucking, it's a cult. Oh. It's like, it's someone in a robe 
who is like killing the girls and you see a bunch of that and people being like oh my god the girls they're disappearing oh my god um and then like the killer's coming at one of the girls and they show this all in the trailer killer comes at one of the girls and they like shoot him and he like drops to the ground and then another killer comes in in the same outfit and it's like oh my god and there's this frat who are were so obviously the bad guys in the trailer while you're Mm -hmm. watching it that i was like that's pretty smart putting the like big red herring in the trailer mm-hmm. so that people are like, oh, I already know what happens. And then they get surprised. And then the trailer shows that they're the bad guys. Ugh. And it's like, oh no, you're just showing everything. And it's terrible. It's ridiculous. And it has, n- there's no connection at all to this fucking original movie. And it's such a bummer. Like Ugh. so many people will probably go out and watch that piece of crap and be like, Meh, and never really think about it again. Like, no. Yeah. And then a... not want to see. Exactly. It's like, there's a really fucking good movie. <laughs> and you're not going to watch it. It's a bummer. But I'm really, really glad we did. Me too. Like I said, it, it kind of has immediately become one of my favorites. Like, <laughs> I would be down for, for, for watching it again next Christmas or something like that. Just, just for the sake of it. Like, ah, yes. Got Maybe it. a little closer to Christmas when there's more Christmassy stuff. Mm-hmm. up in the world because right now it's still still a little early there's yeah. not as much it's slowly it's getting there it's getting there creeping up yeah. yeah um but yeah for the rest of the month we are gonna look at well i know we want to look at something star wars because of the new movie coming out uh we're gonna try to figure something out about that to have a really cool special show but in general we're gonna aim for some christmasy stuff but we will figure that out some other time but right now this is gonna wrap up Popcorn for dinner for this week. Uh, This is Jeff. This is Kelly. Happy holidays. 